Hi, this is Giuseppe. Hi, this is Anthony. And you're listening to For the Love of Sophia. A philosophy podcast brought to you by the Public Philosophy Project. If you have any questions or suggestions, feel free to email us at publicphilproject at gmail.com. Enjoy the ride. Okay, hey guys. Hello, welcome back in this value tears. No, I'm just joking. It's a beautiful day. <laughs> it is a beautiful day here. Hopefully, this is going to be a beautiful day when you listen to this. Uh-huh. And my tomatoes aren't going to die. Uh, hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> um, we are when it's going to be May by the time you listen to this. Ye- no? It'd be last week of April, I think. Last week of April. It's going yeah. into May. Going into May, yeah. So if you listen to it, the very first day it comes out, it's still going to be April. That's if you true. listen a little bit later, it's going to be May. That's true. Spring, spring. So today we are talking about something which um, kind of like how in our conversation episode, it wasn't a traditional yep. area of um, philosophical conversation. Pun intended. Yeah. Um, we're doing something similar. So today we're going to talk about disagreements. Yeah, and I think there are plenty of questions that we can ask and can be answered. Uh, when it comes to that word, right? Um, I think there is like, first of all, what does it mean to disagree with somebody, mm-hmm. right? Um, it, and then there is like, why do we disagree with each other, right? Mm. Where this thing comes from? How do we get there? And is it possible to overcome maybe this thing that we call disagreement, right? And then there's all the questions about the, how do you say, like the ethics of, of agreement and disagreement, whatever that means. Yep. Definitely, and you know, okay. considering the specific historical period in which we are, Uh-oh. I'm not going. <laughs> there. Uh, but I'm saying this seems to be like a lot of disagreement going on, yes. and some of it, if not all of it, seems to be how can we call it irreconcilable. Mm. Uh, people doesn't seem to be willing or able to go beyond those differences. This famous divide, which we we, we yeah. hear all the time. We might even say that that is not even a disagreement. Because it doesn't even allow for the conditions that allow for agreement or disagreement. Do you think so? I mean, this is already, we're getting, yeah, we're yeah. starting with so, it. Right? Okay, so I think that <laughs> in order for a disagreement or an agreement to happen, there has to be an openness in conversation. Like the door has to be open, there has to be some kind of presentation of ideas, and then a kind of analysis and evaluation about whether the ideas match up. But if you're not even willing to have the conversation i don't even know if it's fair to say that we disagree i know what you're saying but don't you think that at least on the face of it right Mm. everyone is always willing to have a real conversation about stuff now the fact that he's doing air quotes yeah and now the fact that that this might not be true quote unquote right the fact that this might not be there might not be a real openness that's a different story. And mm-hmm. I wonder when we disagree, not me and you, but in general, when human beings disagree, mm-hmm. uh, I wonder if better. In every time there is an exchange of ideas, let's put it this way, I wonder if we are really in our everyday life going into things with the openness necessary of which you're talking about. Oh, okay. 
because if you're not a philosopher, right, most of the time you just go into things with your preset ideas and, mm. and some non-negotiable stuff, right? Got it. So I'm wondering if that is then makes it the entire endeavor of human communication not a yeah not, yeah yeah you know impossible. Okay, of, of, so let's start small. Yeah, um, <laughs> disagreement. Well, the root is agreement. Yeah. So I feel like we can't know the dis unless we know the it. Yeah, sure. So what do you think the common way of understanding the concept agreement is? Like if you ask just someone on the street. Um, well, as usual, I think that it has to do with. Um, agreeing. <laughs> I feel like one of our students like, oh, agree- agreement uh-huh. is agreement. No, defining the term <laughs> with the term. Um, no, I I think that it has to do with um, with a shared set of um, ideas hmm. or a shared vocabulary, if you want to put it on a okay. even or on a more surface level that that we use and that we think we are. Um, what can we say? Uh, sharing. Hmm. Again. So sharing. Yeah, it's got to be. So if there's sharing, that means it has to involve more than one person. That, I mean, you can agree with yourself, I guess. <laughs> you? but, yeah. Uh, but yes, of course. It's a, okay. it, it is a, I think that agreement and disagreement are features of communication. So they're social. They're social and they have not, they're not ontological categories. Mm. They're... Maybe epistemological ones. Okay. They're definitely communicative ones. So it has to do with a relation that someone has with another person or set of people. Yes. Okay. Or would you say there can be also an agreement or disagreement between what I say and facts? Oh, interesting. So like what you're saying isn't an agreement with the fact, something like that. Mm-hmm. Or are we using that metaphorically? I think that's a metaphor. I think that's more like a uh, people use that when they mean correspond. Okay, right? Like it's not in correspondence with the facts. So we're gonna we're gonna talk today. We're gonna cut off those things, right? Straight up. And we're gonna are we going to just focus on Mm -hmm. the exchange of ideas? Yes. Okay. So we have at least two people. Let's say. Yes. And they're sharing something. Yes. So. You also you mentioned the word ideas, mm-hmm. so maybe we have to start there. So we're we're, we're throwing out ideas by means of words yes. or whatever we use to exchange ideas, and some like I'm wondering if there's something we have to put now in addition to shared. Because like let's say I share my idea and you share your idea, we could yes. still disagree. Yes, right. Yes. So it's a sharing that involves maybe a kind of sameness i would say that the minimum conception of it uh is not necessarily sameness but at least overlapping some kind of like in accordance with yes okay that's more like uh, accordance is a good is a good word it's more i would say that our our ideas when we are agreeing about something are in harmony, right? They're the, not totally different. Exactly. They there is like a, a to use with your son idea, right? A sort of familiarity. Uh, they resemble each other. They okay. they are again. Uh, they sound off of each other. You know, think of a symphony. Mm. They don't. Not every instrument is playing the same thing, but they're playing in agreement, and that makes it you know a symphony. Mm. Um, that's what I would say. I think I would say that ideas need to be 
again, at least resembling each other. But they don't need to be the same. Okay. So it's just sharing where there's a resemblance or Mm -hmm. some kind of overlap in the Venn diagram or something like that. And I guess the question would be, well, one question would be, what kind of ideas are we talking about? Because, like, if I say sandwich, Mm -hmm. then you say sandwich, right? We're exchanging ideas. Yeah. But it doesn't seem like there's something to agree with or disagree with. So maybe more specifically, it has to do with claims. Sure. Right. Absolutely. So, so instances where you assert something about some idea or about some concrete thing. Yes, it's got to be the well. Yes, unless there's a, there's a questioning and answering, right? Oh, right, right, right. Um, in that case, those go also in there. Like if you say sandwich, and then I say yes or no, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That. Uh, constitutes an agreement or a disagreement, right? Yeah. Like, like, do you want a sandwich exactly. or is this a sandwich? Exactly. Okay. But in general, it seems like what's overlapping when people agree is their conceptions of what is true or what is false, right? In general, yes. Because we're talking about the disagreement or the agreement. Yeah, yeah. Because that's, that's the, um, you know, the features of claims. It's like these things you say that are capable of being true or false. Also, it could be normative claims, right? Yes, yes. So right or wrong also, for example, or yes. beautiful or ugly. So let's say things that are uh, have to do with truth, falsity, and, and value. And value, yes. Right? Preference, what we should do, what we shouldn't do. Is it? It's uh, a judgment. It's a judgment. Sort. Yes, okay. I think that, that that's the that's the best way to put it. Okay, we agree or disagree about judgments that we make. Okay, so if we have the sandwich here, yes. right? So if I just say sandwich, no, nothing. nothing. There's nothing to do. But if I say this is an Italian sub, I would disagree and say that's an Italian hoagie. <laughs> you, just, oh, you said the word hoagie. Yeah. I have not heard that word outside of the Cosby show. But that is <laughs> but that's what they're called in, in Pennsylvania. Oh, that's a, you guys don't say subs? Nope. Like the word just doesn't exist? No. Nope. No. Do you have Subway? Yeah. It's not called Hoagie Way. No. Right? But if you look at Wawa, those are called Hoagies, not subs. Uh-huh. Okay, I'll, I'll choose a better one. <laughs> this but bread. that's an example of disagreement, right? Yes, it is. <laughs> well, so that's an, that's an example of... Linguistic disagreement. Yes. So we, we think that it's the same thing, but we think there's a different word to represent the thing. Exactly. And if okay, you let's use, talk about this. And if you use one, that's a mistake. Okay. What's going on here? Yeah, exactly. So we are disagreeing on the form, I guess, rather than the content, mm. which is also a pretty powerful disagreement, right? Um, and again, I think that shapes your idea of of the way things are, right? Language has this power to it, in my opinion, at least. Mm-hmm. Or something that we disagree, that's not just the name of the sandwich. Um, but it is the ability of shaping all sorts of constructs, right? Mm-hmm. Because immediately when you talk, when I told you, well, it's it's a hoagie, right? Mm-hmm. You're like, no, it's a sub, subway. Mm-hmm. It's an example. Well, because you think when you think of sandwich, you think of things that have to do with sub, right? Mm-hmm. Well, in my head, when you think of when you say sub, the first thing that comes to my mind, it's, you know, the subway. Like the transportation. The transportation. Okay, okay. So unless you can claim that the transportation, because it's called subway, is a okay. place where they transport sandwiches. So when I say the the claim, this 
is a uh, sub, or yes. this is an Italian sub. What I mean when I say that is something like the object that we're looking at has or participates in some property or set of properties that I would call sub. And then what you're saying when you say no is no, it participates in this concept called hoagie. Yes. Okay. So the question is, is this actually a disagreement, right? Or is it like, because now we've stumbled upon two different types. I think one is a, a lack of accordance about, well, a lack of harmony with regard to what something is mm-hmm. and a, a lack of harmony with regard to the words we use about the things. So I think that there is, this is actually, there are certain situations in which this kind of disagreement can be, uh, what can we say, objectively uh, dissipated, right? So there, there are ways when we uh, talk about linguistic claims, right? There are ways in which we can um, kind of uh, go beyond disagreement and be like, oh, there is an objective way in which this thing is called, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know if the Yogi sub gets into this category, mm-hmm. but let's think about when somebody says something about a word, right? The spelling of a word. Or think about when somebody says something about how to construct a sentence, where to put, I don't know, a name or an adjective and all these things, right? Mm-hmm. We just go to our, in, the, in those cases, just go to your rule book, aka the syntax, the grammar of the language, or the dictionary, or whatever it is, and you you go like, listen, this is we refer to that mm-hmm. as the way in which you use that word and the way you say things, right? So if there was uh, a great dictionary of how to, you're supposed to call a sandwich, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and we can refer to that, then there is like there's. there's we can find agreement, right? Otherwise, it's just, um, you know, some sort of a opinionated kind of subject there. So, like, if I said um, bread is spelled B-R-E-A-K. K. Yeah. Right? Yes. Say so that is objectively false. Yes. Right? Because it's a rule book. So, okay, is is the thing about the sub hoagie, do you think that's an example of a quote-unquote verbal dispute? Relatively, because people take these things pretty seriously. You know? <laughs> no, I'm not joking. I mean, so in Italy, no, I think you're right. In Sicily, we had like a similar dispute about mm-hmm. the so-called arancina, which are the rice balls. I don't know if you ever heard them. Like they're fried. Oh right? yeah. So in America, uh-huh. we just call them rice balls. Yeah. So in in Sicily, this, those are typical Sicilian things. The eastern part of the island mm-hmm. calls them calls that thing arancino. The western part, where I'm from, calls them arancina. Okay. And there's still sides have been a war forever about this thing. You have to think that... <laughs> is it a masculine-feminine difference? or it, it is, meaning that grammarly, that's what's, what's happening there. But it's like, is male, female, whatever. At a certain point, like the, the major um, academic um, institution when it comes to grammar and names in Italy, which mm-hmm. is called the academic the Academia della Crusca had to intervene <laughs> to sanction exactly the right way of saying it, uh-huh. which went against my way of saying it. And we still don't care. We still call them the other way. But now there's an official way. Mm-hmm. 
because people couldn't couldn't get into an agreement. How, how do you decide in this case, right? Yeah, that's interesting. How can you get uh, into a decision unless there is a higher authority on language in this case, right? Mm. That tells you no, this is the wrong way of calling it. If the disagreement is just purely verbal, right? I think that this is showing, and I think this is funny given <laughs> what you're going to be talking about later. Yeah, um, that there's a distinction between ontological categories and linguistic categories at least sometimes because when we disagree with calling this a sub versus a hoagie yeah i don't think we're set, we're actively taking different stances with regard to the properties of the thing i think we actually think it has the same properties it's just that you think that set of properties is indicated by this specific symbol sound yes. that you make and I think it's indicated by another symbol sound you make. Yes. Right? But like the the heart of the matter, let's say the uh, uh, the signifieds are the same. So I think this is a good instance of a verbal dispute, which is like, so Chalmers has a paper on this, um, where it's like, it looks like we disagree, but really we actually agree, but are using a word to mean a different thing. But I'm wondering if those this verbal disagreement... Um let's say causes, but I wouldn't say that that's a causation there, but, you know, just mm -hmm. to, to make it simpler, causes a different uh, cognition. Mm. If we cog cognize? Yeah, yeah. If we cognize this thing uh, differently because I call it Ogi and you call it Sup, mm -hmm. I wonder if that's good. That, that would be like, there's plenty of, you know, works on this and studies on mm -hmm. this. And, of course, they're the ones that say the language actually influences your perception also mm -hmm, and all mm -hmm. sorts of stuff. So there's that side that would say, of course, it does. Mm -hmm. uh, well, the other, there's another side that would say what you're saying, right, that there's no difference at all. And I'm wondering, again, I'm, I'm, of course, I don't know. And, again, I, you might think that if you speak two languages, right, maybe this can be clearer to you because oh, you have two words to say the same thing. And I think that there are some characteristics of the same thing that are different because of the word because you of use. the word right, you right. use you mentioned this we were like sitting with Jonathan a couple of weeks ago you said the italian word you talked about a specific word where you say like you get a, a bigger meaning out of it when you know both the Italian and the English because there's like things involved. Yeah, yeah, I don't remember which word it was, but this is in, it, it is in the in the in this category, right? Mm -hmm. And if that's true, uh, which I think it is, you can see the influence of, the influence of language into this. Interesting. Okay, so just to like clarify for people who are listening, I think there's like two different possibilities here. Yeah. So one possibility is that when I say this is a sub. You say you disagree. It's not a real disagreement because at the end of the day, we would both say it's um, salami, ham, provolone, lettuce on bread. Anthony's hungry. <laughs> <laughs> and we're just choosing a different word to represent it, but actually we agree about the being of the thing. But what the other option is, no, 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 no. It's not just that. There is a real disagreement because the fact that we use different words they're not indicating the same thing. They actually have slight differences. There's also, I think, a third way of, of thinking of this, okay. which is forget the ontology of this thing. So we don't, let's assume we don't even know 
we they have no access to the real sandwich, right? Mm-hmm. The disagreement is on a level, is on a verbal level, and also on a cognitive level. Mm-hmm. So it's the representation that gets in my head that's different, mm. but not necessarily the sandwich. Okay. Right. So assuming that ideas and those representation I have in my head are, uh, they're still like signifiers, right? Of a thing in of the a world thing in the world that, yeah, yeah. of which we have not. We're making no claims about. I think that what we're trying to make a claim about is the word. And the thought, assuming that these two things are different, right? Yes. Uh, the word and the thought, not necessarily the object. Mm. And I'm wondering if it is even possible to have disagreements about objects. Uh, hmm. So you're saying it's possible to disagree about words, as we've shown as a possibility. It's uh, possible to disagree about the conception or the recognition or whatever of it. Yeah, and that, that's clear, for example, in ethics or in aesthetics, right? And the question now is, is it possible to disagree about, about the world? The world. Yes. <laughs> I think that's ultimately a question of whether we have access to the world, right? Which a lot kind of hinges on that. Yes. Um, so I'm going to bracket that one. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna, that I was one. about to say, so <laughs> let's not talk about that. So let, Okay, let's try and get into, into it a little more deeply by using something other than the sandwich and kind mm-hmm. of see what the disagreement is. Mm-hmm. So... We had mentioned value before. Yeah. So value can be mundane or yeah. it could be really big. Yes. So mundane disagreement we've had in the past yes. is I say I like vanilla better than chocolate ice cream. And you're crazy, of okay. course. <laughs> so what does this mean? When when we say we disagree, mm-hmm. what are we saying? That we don't <laughs> uh, that we don't put the same value, I would say. Okay. On when it comes to on the same object, I would say, I want to say. So you say chocolate is the ice cream that you have the highest value for between the set of chocolate and vanilla. Exactly. And then I say, I have a different value. Well, this is the civil way of going around Mm -hmm. about it because this is trivial as you're saying, right? And we kind of, when it comes to taste, for example, uh, we have decided when it comes to that kind of taste, right? Mm-hmm. We have kind of settled, I think. The world has settled, at least in this part of the world, that you're allowed to have mm. your own opinion for it. Because right? probably we're not, probably, I don't want to say definitely, we're not making objective claims, right? And this is why it's a joke when people are like, oh, no, vanilla is objectively better than chocolate. Because exactly, clearly exactly. that's not what you mean. Exactly, exactly. Okay. But now, I think that if still within the same realm, though, they can be objective disagreement. Music. Music, sure. Justin Bieber <laughs> knows. Well, know. there was one when we were out a couple of weeks ago um, at the restaurant, and we were talking about music with yeah. everyone. What was I? You said you didn't like uh, Elton John. Elton John. Yeah. Right? That, and yes. this surprised me. Yes. So this is a, a value disagreement, but one that I think has more objectiveness in it, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, absolutely. so what's going on there? When you say <laughs> you think Ellen John is not good, and I'm like, what? No, obviously Ellen John is good. Um, I think that that's objective. There's <laughs> no way around this. Um, no, but in general, this is the way I feel about music. So I think that there is, if you really listen to some things, um, there are objective ways in which you can establish if something is good or not. I agree. And there are scales that you can use to do so, right? Uh, and I guess that is where the disagreement, what the disagreement is about, is about the 
the meter that you use, the 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 unit of measure that you use to establish if oh good the I'm criteria using, the criteria right uh, okay because I think that uh, you know from a physics perspective right we're listening to the same thing right but of course unless we decide to go you know the reductionist way of it's all about the way this makes you feel your brain right, blah, right. Blah, blah. which neither of us are doing no um, then the disagreement needs to be housed somewhere else and this is to be the criteria that we use mm. and I'll just gonna make something up um, but some of these are true this I think that those are important but my it's not let's say it's not exclusive or anything else. Mm-hmm. Um, to me, this sort of music to be good needs to be innovative. Agreed. Uh, it needs to have. Um, uh, it needs to go beyond the mundane, right? It, yep. cannot, it cannot be just a, a little jingle, right? Yeah. It needs to have a specific structure. Um, it needs to have uh, some relevance, um, and then it needs, it needs to have some formal properties. Um, that is to the width. Significant music. form. Yes, right. Th- those things need to be there, mm-hmm. for example, right? And I think that Elton John specifically and Justin Bieber, yeah. uh, not that they're for the same reasons, I got to say, for different People are going to be like, what? Uh, they're scoring low on okay. these things, on the innovation, on the okay. relevance, on, you know. So when we say we disagree about a musical artist being good, yes, one option is... We are saying we have different scales to measure the thing. Yes. And so you're saying it's good according to your scale, and I'm saying, or you're saying it's yes. bad according yeah. to your scale, and I'm saying, well, it's good according to this scale. Yes. Another interesting option, though, might be genuine areas where we're using the same scale mm-hmm. but coming to different conclusions. Because they it. In my mind, let's say, they score low on the scale. In your mind, they score high on that scale. Right. So that's interesting. Yeah. And I don't know how to reconciliate that. That's, I will tell you, like, you're not listening. <laughs> that's, what I, <laughs> that's what I'll be telling you. Well, I you. think that's at least an area where you we could have a court case, so to speak. Like, if we're using two different scales, yeah. you would have to, in order to convince me otherwise, you would have to first convince me that your scale is the more correct scale yes and then convince me yes. that within so that it's scale like, yeah it's like two you've judged correctly yeah yeah whereas if we agree on the scale it's just a matter of like hey show me what i'm not seeing yeah yeah i can okay <laughs> I, I could so we have this scale <laughs> distinction now let's take it to the next level mm-hmm. with value stuff mm-hmm. so you talk about taste literal taste you talk about figurative taste when it comes to art mm-hmm. And then maybe you talk about ethics. Mm-hmm. That's so. Before we even go there, I wanted to ask you: Do you think that maybe that is what we you were trying to point at when we were talking about the disagreement, the divide in in our times and in the country right mm. now? Do you think we're they're just using the two sides are just using different scales, and because of that, they cannot even get into the realm of agreement? Because we were even using the same measurements, right? I'm using centimeters, you're using inches. And if we don't get on the same thing, we cannot get a, we can agree on even on the number, of course. Partially, yes. Okay. I don't know if I, off the top of my head right now, would be willing to commit to that fully. But definitely, somewhat, absolutely. And this is like you hear people will say the phrase um, living in different realities. Mm-hmm. And or I th- existential tread. Right, right, something like that. And I think this is 
one aspect of that. Like what that means mm-hmm. is that you have different scales for measuring things, right? Like you're literally using different methods. And I think it goes deeper than that, though. I think it, I think it's you're using different meanings of words. I think it's you're, Which, there's a disagreement about what's even real and what's not real. So you think that there is also the the thing that we bracketed. It's in there too. I, I think a lot is yeah. I you know what? I think we can we can if you're okay with this, okay. we can talk about this for a second without going about what this is about. Sure. Right? Uh, it's not that that's besides the point. Um, but I think that it is interesting the fact that. You're saying, well, we're using the words in different ways, right? And words are a scale, if you want, or mm-hmm, part of mm-hmm. a scale. Um, and we're using probably different scales. So let's say if there is, um, it's about, it's not just about what we value, but it is about how do we establish the value of that value, right? Like ranking the values in a yes. hierarchy, yes. Yes, I, and I think that that is uh, a miss, how can we call it? Uh, a distinction in scale. This is what we're talking about, right? Mm. Because if I, if I say, well, innovation, you'd be like, well, innovation doesn't has nothing to do with uh, with how if with the fact that an artist is good or not, right? It doesn't have is not part of it because mm. you know you can you can create the same song over and over again. That doesn't make you not good, right? Um, so there, and I think that's what's going on partially, right? Uh, because I don't think. We're at the point where we're not trying to claim, we're not even trying to claim the same thing anymore. We're trying to go to different stuff, right? To say that this is more important than that. And if that's the, if that's the case, maybe that's the issue. We need to, to recreate a common scale hmm. to, to bridge that kind of divide of disagreement. So this is interesting because I, I think... If, if there was we, So we didn't directly start with that question. We started with what is an agreement... But I think now we're kind of like through the back door arriving at different types of agreements. So there could be disagreements where it's a matter of um, I think you're assigning the uh, inappropriate word for this thing. Yeah. And then there's the disagreement that's not just words. It's I don't think you've categorized this thing correctly. Yes. Right? This thing is not that thing. It's yes. this other thing. And then there's, hey, I think you're measuring that thing incorrectly. Yes, and then there is. Hey, I think you're putting that thing h- higher than you should be, or lower than you should be on the on the value hierarchy. The value hierarchy. That's a lot of different. There's <laughs> <laughs> a, but I and I'm wondering again what's involved. Yeah, I, I'm and, wondering if there's a way we can get a little more specific so that people can attach yeah, it to yeah, something. Yeah, and, and and I think that what you were trying to do before is actually the way to go. Like start small, right, and then eventually we'll get to the big thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if. If we want to divide this uh, by disciplines, like what we're doing, right? You say Mm -hmm. this happens in aesthetics, that happens in literal taste, that happens in ethics, right? Uh, Or if we want to divide it like four, if we're going to go with gradation, right? Starting with verbal, then Mm -hmm. going Mm -hmm. all the way to disagreement on, well, you know, I don't think we're going to get to the objects, but... Yeah, I'm wondering if it might be a good idea just to pick. Uh huh. Like sometimes I think it's a good idea to start with the bottom and build up, like in a okay. really foundationalist way. But then sometimes I think pedagogically it winds up being more 
easy to understand if you start from the familiar and then and then like kind of parse it out afterwards. All right. So if we just pick some random issue that's okay. specific, but maybe not the most whatever thing. <laughs> the most troublesome. The most troublesome thing. Uh, you tell me. You tell me. I mean, Elton John is a good one, but I don't think it's... <laughs> it's not that uh, important in the grand scheme of things. No, and it's not something that people will be like, oh, he's wrong or he's right. And I'm one... And while you think about this, mm-hmm. right, I'm wondering where philosophical agreement lands into the scales of which we're talking about, right? Mm. What does it mean to philosophically disagree? And so we have plenty of those, right? But that's, that would not be good examples. Okay, I'm going to choose like a one that I think is quote-unquote important enough. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by that, it's kind of like hotly debated, yeah. but is also very boring in the sense that like it's, okay. it's so i'm gonna talk about abortion okay I, was, okay I thought you were going there this is like the one where i think it's pretty neutral you could talk yeah. about this right yeah, yeah. um so you might have someone <laughs> hopefully, <laughs> yeah, hopefully. um oh, what's well, gonna be very meta yes right yes so you have one person saying i think uh abortion is wrong well, I was going to say should be legal. Okay. okay. I let's, think that's the highest level. Okay, let's go there. Right? Yeah, let's yeah. start with there. And then I, to some extent, right? Yes. I don't want to make it the most extreme. Just yeah, I yeah. think to some extent abortion should be legal. Legal, yeah. And then another person says, I disagree. It should be illegal. To some extent, okay. yes. What is going on there? Because there's so many different layers. Of course. Um, so... Is the question what it's happening in our heads, <laughs> what it's happening uh, on what level again? What is what does the person mean when they say that yes. they disagree? Let's talk with... about what someone means because the first thing that comes to my mind, the mm-hmm. easiest one is. Well, I don't want to say it's easy because like this is actually not easy, but you could think that when someone says it should be legal to an extent, and then someone says I disagree, it should be. Illegal to an extent, you know, less legal than what you're saying or something. Mm-hmm. What they mean is, I am seeing the same thing as you, and that same thing should be less legal. Mm-hmm. Right? Or what they could be saying is, what they could be saying is, that's my good grammar, what they could be. Is that right? No, it's I, right. I'm, I think it's right. I have a little blood sugar, man, looking at the sandwich. <laughs> um, eat some sandwich. <laughs> or what they could mean is, what? No, no. I'm seeing a totally different thing than you, which is why you say it should be more legal and why I say it should be less legal. It's not like we're looking at the same thing and having different, like, valuation. We're looking at two totally different things. Mm. Mm, I see. And I think that... So first of all, which do you think that in this case is there's one where it's more where it's where it's easier to bridge the gap where it's easier that people can get into agreement the abortion in no, no, general no. like so is it when people look at in this case abortion right mm-hmm. and if you think that they're disagreeing about uh Seeing the same thing, right, rather mm-hmm. than, than not seeing the same thing, right? So seeing the same thing but just saying it's to be – we're seeing the same thing. I think it should be less legal mm-hmm. than more legal. Do you think it's easier that they can talk this out and agree on – get to a solution that's shared? 
in that case or in the case where they're seeing two different things. Interesting. Versus the case where they're seeing two different things. Okay, so well, the case where they're seeing two different things, I don't know the answer to that. But let me look at this one and we'll figure it out. So it might be the case that someone's saying it should be more legal because they don't think that it's a, a human, right? So okay. like it's not murder. Whereas the other person who disagrees, it's not like they're saying all the time at least, I agree with you. It's not a human. It's not murder. But I think it should be less legal. It's more often, no, 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 no. That is a human, so it is murder. So they're and looking this at the precisely things. yes. And the question is, which of those two is easier to resolve? The thing where they're looking at the one where they're looking at two different things and coming to conclusions based on that, or the one where they're looking at the same thing and coming to two different conclusions yeah, based on that. That's the question. I think that's easier to come to the same to come into agreement when we're looking at two different things, actually. So when one person says murder, one person says not murder. Yes. Okay. Which Explain. seems which seems paradoxical, but I don't think it is. Okay, I'm open. Uh, because I think that if we're looking at two different things and I get you to see what I see, then you will agree with me. Mm. Yes, okay. While if we're looking at the same thing and then we're disagreeing, there's a disagreement in values there, and it's, it's much more difficult to overcome. So, for example, the reason why the person who thinks it should – the reason why the person who thinks it should be less legal thinks it should be less legal is a direct result of them thinking it's murder. Yes. So it like almost, almost necessarily follows. Yes. Right? So if I get you on board to categorize it as murder, then that would like come with it. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. Got right? it. Got it. Yeah. Because think of the fact that instead uh, the – let's say the pro-choice uh, side, right? Mm -hmm. If both of us agree we're looking at the same thing, which is – Killing, uh, ending a life, let's mm -hmm. put it this way, right? Both sides, the pro-life and the pro-choice are seeing that, let's assume that we both see that as ending a life. Then there's the matter of how valuable is that life, right? And in which circumstances the life should be called valuable in which circumstances instead, instead there are like other things that kind of supersede the value of that life. Mm. That is the kind of disagreement that can now be solved, probably. You might be right. Because at the end of the day, if I'm pro-choice and I think that, well, look, yes, we're, we're ending a life, and that is unfortunate, but the life of the mother is more important, and not just the, the physical life, but also what she does with her life. And mm -hmm. she got pregnant, uh, you know, when she didn't want to, blah, 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 blah. If this person says that, there's a huge gap in what we value, right? What is important to us with the pro-life person, right? They will say, well, it's ending a life, and that is the most important thing that there is, mm -hmm. and nothing is more important than that. And that is a fundamental disagreement when it comes to values that I don't think can be bridged as easily as I'm looking at this thing. Let's say I'm, I don't know, you could, but. I'm glancing at this issue almost in a distracted way, right? The, it's like the, the looking at the Gava guy, right? Mm -hmm. Distractedly, as we were saying. I'm looking at it distractedly, and I'm like, no, it's not. 
it's not murder. We're not killing anybody. It's just cells, right? Mm -hmm. there's, there's nothing else. And then you come to me and you show me like, look, this is already a person, right? And then I was like, oh, wait a minute. If this is a person, this is then murder. Then you're right. It's easier to do it that way, I think. I kind of think in practice, that's the one that's happening. The 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 disagreement about what it is? Yes. But that, don't you think we would have solved that then? No, because people <laughs> don't talk to each other. Because I, I don't think people even get to the point where they recognize what is even happening. Like, they don't even know what the other person is saying. Because probably both of them are looking at, glancing at it in a distracted way. And so they don't, get, like they don't get to, to actually look. And they are, they're unable to show to the other yeah. the evidence. And whoever has been shown is unable to see and look at the evidence. Like, I always will break it down. Uh, like so, there's the concept of of talking past one another, yeah. right? And we could talk about yeah. whatever that means, but it, I think that happens a lot because when you have the the quote unquote pro choice and the quote unquote pro life, and like I don't think it's an absolute dichotomy like that, but to generalize, yeah, absolutely, it's it's not as if one side is saying it's murder and therefore it's wrong, and the other side is saying it's murder and therefore it's not wrong. Yeah, of course. Nor is it like someone saying it's not murder and therefore it's right. Versus it's not murder and therefore it's wrong. I think the, the, the reason why they're making their conclusion is directly the result of them having a different premise, right? They both share the premise murder is wrong, I believe. I could I be wrong. So. But I think the difference is one says this is murder, one says this is not murder. And that's the disagreement. And a disagreement uh, about one premise in your argument leads to a disagreement about the conclusion, so this is going to be a meta disagreement because I don't think that that's what's happening. Really? I actually think that they're looking at the same thing and they are disagreeing in value. Because I think that mm. the pro-choice the pro choice side will admit that you're ending a life any day. I think the it's, issue it's, is more uh, like what's the difference between ending a life and murder? Um, I think that's what it is. Okay, I think that, uh, let's put it this way. I think that, of course, nobody who is an advocate for pro-life will ever say that, right? But I think that the pro-life people have an understanding that they're killing somebody, something, I don't know, okay. right? Uh, I think there's an understanding there that this is what's happening. Of course, you're not going to use the the word murder mm -hmm. because that's all has all sorts of connotation. But you know yeah, that this yeah, is what's yeah. happening, right? But I think that, as I said before, for them, there are certain circumstances in which this is justified because there are things that are more important than that. Hmm. For example, killing the potential life is less important than having the actual life dying hmm. if the woman is in peril of dying because of the pregnancy, right? Or... Um, the potential life is less important than the, and you know, there are different degrees, right? Than the enjoyment of the rest of the life that the person should have, right? Okay. And I'm not saying the one is right or wrong. I'm uh, just saying. You're saying it's a value difference. Yes, right. Okay. Well, the other side is saying, no, that is wrong and there's no movement on that. Mm -hmm. I, I want to say that the pro-life, um, uh, advocate 
it's very it looks at, at this almost deontologically, right? Sure. While the other side is utilitarian. Interesting. I, I think that that is the issue. So it's a difference in their meta ethics. Exactly. <laughs> I think that that is the issue. And I think that that, as mm. you know, if you're a utilitarian, there's no way you're going to agree with the deontologist and vice versa. And I think that that makes it almost impossible okay. for this thing to be resolved. So you see that disagreement as fundamentally being a difference in meta ethics, whereas I think I see the disagreement as fundamentally being a difference in metaphysics. Correct. Okay. Okay. Which Jesus is a disagreement Christ. in itself. Which is a disagreement <laughs> in itself about something <laughs> else. Jeez. Okay. So what what are we doing? Um, uh, what okay, are we we've doing? outlined like a bunch of different agreements now. Uh, yeah. So I think maybe what we could do in the next episode is kind of take a recap and put stuff together to be like, okay, so there, here are the different types of disagreements. Uh, and here's what can result from them. And I think maybe we should pick apart some more concrete ones yeah. till we get somewhere and then yeah. maybe start to talk about like the ethics of how to disagree. Yes. Yes. And just a, a little side note. Uh -huh. I, want, I want to let the audience know this. So we picked this topic mm -hmm. a few days ago saying we wanted to be easygoing. <laughs> it <laughs> it was, like, oh, it'll be easy. They'll, they'll be easy, right? Nope. <laughs> yeah. It's actually highly abstract in a way that i wasn't expecting you to would be. not expect yeah at the moment we started thinking about it, i was like well actually the moment we decided that i you know spent like a, a little bit of time thinking about it, i was like we're gonna be in trouble mm. and it appears that we are <laughs> okay so thus far though <laughs> thus far what we've got is that an agreement has something to do with some harmony yes between ideas specific claims or values that are exchanged between people yes. and a disagreement is some kind of uh disharmony or out of whackness yes between those things and then within that set so to speak there's different kinds yes some about words some about and when i say words i mean assigning that word to this concept some that are purely conceptual some that have to do with the lens some that have to do with with the object itself, maybe. With the object itself. Something that has to do with the value. Jeez. It's a lot of them. Yeah. All <laughs> right. All right. See you later. See ya.